0: Hey, look at that, Jalen. This oh. is uh, Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, not Monday, but it is the first day back, and uh, that means it's time for another segment of The hoot. hoot. And for some reason, uh, you are wearing, a clumsily, I might add, a cowboy hat.
1: Big old cowboy hat.
0: You can't get close enough to the mic now, can you? And that brim.
1: Because I lost a bet to Rob Roach.
0: I'm guessing on the football
1: game? W- on the weekend. Hi, Rob. Hi, Jalen.
2: Sorry, just- but uh, that's a bet.
1: I, I know, and I just tweeted you the picture. It looks great. I tweeted you the picture. <laughs> I congratulated the Stamps on their win and just reminded them all it's going to be all Eskimo. That es-
0: wasn't a Stamps win. That and, was an Eskimo loss. And then I'm
1: just going to say it's going to be all Esk's next game. So uh, that's all. But I promised that I would true. wear the hat because I don't have a Stampeders jersey, thank goodness. Just
0: out of curiosity, what were yeah. you going to do, Rob?
2: I was going to wear an Eskimos jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got one in, in reserve if I ever need <laughs> 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 it. I'm, I'm a Stamps fan first, but... I've got
0: nothing against the So if if I've got this correct, you, Rob Roach, keep an Eskimo jersey in the event that you lose a bet. That must be in prime condition, that jersey. will <laughs> <laughs> get, get a lot of... Music. Still never has know. the labels.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, well... Mm.
0: There you go. You want to talk about retirement, the concept and how it's changed over the years. I'm quite interested in this conversation. Believe it or not, I've been putting a lot of planning into that over the last <laughs> couple of days. He was hoping
2: to retire three years ago.
0: I, I did the math, and apparently that's not happening. So let's talk well, about retirement.
2: Sure. That, that is part of it. You know, the, are, are, are people able to retire when they want to? But uh, we were you know, down here on your sister station, News Talk 770 here in Calgary, Angela Cocott who host the afternoon show. She's retired Mm -hmm. on Friday from from hosting the show. But of course, she hasn't retired from work entirely. So that got me thinking about some of the big changes that are going on in the labor force around um, people in their later years of their career. And the first thing that's changed is people are looking at retirement differently. You know, not that long ago, uh, if you could make it to 65, uh, you retired, got your gold watch if you were lucky, and and that was it. But now people are looking at retirement and saying, well, maybe I'd like to keep working. Maybe I need, as you, as you mentioned, Andrew, maybe I need to keep working just to uh, pay the bills. So that's one thing that's changed. The other thing that's changed is we have this big demographic bulge known as the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. We've heard a lot about the baby boomers over the years. And we've known for a long time that they're kind of all reaching retirement at, the, you know, at, at once, this big, large number of people.
0: Well, they're reaching an age we typically think of as retirement. They're not necessarily reaching retirement.
2: Exactly. So this large group of, of, of Albertans and Canadians um, reaching the age when they normally would retire, some of them still do. Many people hit 65 or earlier and say uh, I'm hitting the beach, but a lot of people are saying I'd like to stick around. And that's changing, um, on the one hand, you know, the culture in workplaces. If you have people who want to stay on or stay on in a different way, how does that work? And also the issue of those who don't stay on, how do you replace all that experience Mm -hmm. and uh, expertise that's going out the door in large numbers as the boomers retire?
0: You know, it's interesting because I remember when the Freedom 55 program came out and I had a friend who actually retired at 55.
1: My dad did and loved every minute of it.
0: And my guy went back to work Mm-mm. because with life expectancy changes, um, he realized after a year that he couldn't spend now, what, 20 or 25 years doing nothing. He just had to do something. Even if it wasn't his old job, he had to do something.
2: Yeah, everybody's different. But we do know that you know the, the average life expectancy, uh, 1970, it was about 73 years of age. So if you, on average, made it to retirement age of 65, you had... You know, about eight years um, to go, now hmm. the average age is 82. And of course, a lot of people live much beyond that, mm-hmm. in their 90s, even getting close to 100 or more. So that does change how people look at retirement. And what this really, uh, sort of the economic side of this, in addition to people's individual finances, is how employers are going to manage, um, you know, what we traditionally, you know, you have the retirement party and off you go. If people want to stick around, how do you make that work, both for the the older worker, and the younger workers who might be wondering, hmm, when do I get my shot uh, to move up in the in the
0: chain? You know, that's the interesting, I mean, it's all interesting, but that's a really interesting observation you touched on it a moment ago, you touched on it again just now, the way I want to work. So, And it's funny, but by coincidence, and not thinking about this conversation we were going to have, I said off the top of the show that, you know, I, I take vacation, and that's the reason that I intend to stay here for maybe another five or 10 years, because those are the terms under which I want to work, that I'll work and I'll be here, but I want to be able to take time off to travel, and I need to be able to pay for that. (laughs) So you know what I mean? So the terms are changing where I would have, perhaps years ago, gotten two weeks vacation, and you take them once a year, and you go on your trip, and you come back again. The terms are changing. So what the employer gains is the experienced employee staying around longer. What the employee gains is the terms under which he's prepared to continue to work.
2: And this is the good news, it, you know, if these are done, if these situations are managed in a thoughtful way, the uh, employee can be really happy, um, you know, change the way, the nature of the relationship uh, to their job in, in, as they get older. The employer keeps the expertise. And the, the trick though is just to make sure everyone is on the same page and that we do this proactively. I think um, even though we've known about the aging of the population and the baby boomers uh, aging as well for a long time, I get the sense of talking to a number of businesses, they're not really ready, because um, it's kind of thing you put off until you know, it's, it's upon you. So that's where I think as an economy, um, not just here in Alberta, but really across the country and, and the developed world, really wrestle with what does it mean uh, when we say people are, are retiring and, and transitioning and really get our heads around that.
1: You know, in in our house, my husband can retire here in a a couple of years, and the question Mm. is, what's he going to do next? Because he wants to continue to work. When you talk about losing experienced employees in in whatever office or building that you're in, I also would like to think, though, that maybe another office, another business, another corporation could benefit from from the experience that uh, he brings to the table. He may not want to do it over here anymore. He might want to do it in a different way. Um, but I think that I think that well, that's a whole other way to look at it as well. Th- exactly. Instead of just going, oh, we're going to lose all of these experienced. That,
0: that's a key point, though, because employers have to be prepared to be able to seek out and find o- those type of experienced employees. Yep. They and have to willing. have a plan, right, and be willing to hire them, right, uh, Rob. So they, you know, you have to prepare for your retirement, but employers have to prepare for your retirement as well. Yeah,
2: and the and the system, for lack of a better word, sort of the HR. Um, perspective on things it's just traditionally and naturally geared towards you know younger people first-time employees people kind of moving through their career we haven't fully developed a way to say well what about you know this this new phenomenon of transitioning to something else how do you reach out to that group um now it is happening there's lots of employers who are ahead of the game and and working on this but this is where i think we'd all benefit uh, everybody involved to give a bit more thought to it and really um definitely on the HR side, start to think about how do you recruit someone who's in their 60s or 70s, as opposed to someone right out of school. We're really good mm, at the out-of-school part, um, but not, haven't really done the work around uh, at the older end of the continuum.
1: Because when you think of some of these people, for example, maybe it's my husband, maybe mm-hmm. it's Andrew, if that's what he wanted to do, or me because I you start to think about it. Okay, well, what else have I done before besides just radio? Well, I've Andrew, you've been a stand-up comic, you've been in the trucking industry, you've done uh, hospitality, All this. you've got a master's. You look at all of those different things and go because a lot of us have done different jobs all the way along. We haven't just been in one business our entire
0: career. It's interesting, uh, you know, Rob, what you just said and and tie that to what Jaylin just said. When you graduate from university the banks line up to interview you. Specifically the banks and, and others, but you know, they have those weeks of uh, interviews and they're taking as many business grads as they can, and, you know, they want to get the young rising stars and that kind of thing. But they have no, as you just said, Rob, they have no mechanism that I know of to attract senior, more experienced employees to fill other positions. It's just never been a thing before.
2: Yeah, and this is where I think it's a huge opportunity. One of my um uh, old mentors when I used to work at, at the Canada West Foundation was Jim Gray. And he talked about having a top 70 over 70, because we have these top 40 hmm. lenders. Yeah. And, you know, to tend kind to of capture that these are – there's a whole uh, group of people who have a lot to offer. But, you know, we haven't thought through how to, how to capture that. And so maybe it's things like that, recognizing uh, a top 70 over 70 so that we don't – um, just sort of, if we do it haphazardly, we're going to miss a lot of those opportunities.
0: Yeah, and you know what, Rob? I would argue, and it's anecdotal because I have no evidence to back it up, but I would argue that the average young employee uh, probably has a work life expectancy of two to three years before, if, if that, before they move to their next position. These days, mobility across corporate lines is pretty rampant as people find ways to get more experience and, and better income. But I would suggest that older employees would be happy uh, to assure their future employer that they're prepared to stay for a very fixed period of time, five years perhaps, mm-hmm. and guaranteed they don't want, you know what I mean? They've Guaranteed they don't want to be jumping around at, at 70 years old.
2: That's another advantage that, you know, if we think that through, exactly, a younger a younger employee might think, um, oh, I, w- I don't want to have the older worker because they're going to retire or move on soon. It might actually be the opposite. It mm-hmm. might stay longer than someone who's sort of looking over the fence at the next opportunity. So that's another advantage that's that's rooted in this that, huh. again, you know, if we're, if we're proactive about it, yeah, um, our, our economy will be much better off uh, with older workers sticking around. And those who want to retire and go off to the beach, that's
0: also great. It would be a deal breaker for me if I had to change my email address again. be like, what? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I just got it configured on my phone. <laughs> uh, Rob, that was a fascinating conversation, a good topic this week.
2: Well, thanks, Andrew. And uh, you guys are both a ways away from, you must be in your maybe late 30s. So, that's right. So
0: you got a ways to go. Hey, you're talking about my bank account? <laughs> 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 right on. Thanks, Rob. We'll talk again soon. All
2: right.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: In 31 minutes, the details of our next winter getaway. (laughs) It's exciting! Right after the 424 uh, chopper.
0: Yep. Not only the details of our uh, getaway this year, but uh, your opportunity, your first opportunity Uh of the season uh, to get our word of the day and uh, enter it uh, under contest. It's not live yet, so you can't go there. Um, And for your opportunity to win your way to the place that we're going. That will tell you about a four twenty-five. I'm really excited. Can you hear it? In my voice? Yeah. I love this trip. I S- love this spend trip.
1: spend a lot of time yes. Googling, reviewing, reading. Yep. There's a Facebook page too for it.
0: Is that a fact? Mm-hmm. For our trip?
1: No, no, no. Oh, not for the for trip, the but place, for the place yeah. where we're going.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do that as well. Hey, uh, I've been trying to think about the best possible way to communicate with mm-hmm. all of our listeners when they're when they're there. Maybe a, a a closed Facebook group. Yeah,
1: we could do that.
0: Yeah, which I'll possibly open up as public when we get back. <laughs> no. <laughs> after editing. <laughs> I'll get rid of all the, has anyone seen Jay Lynn? She's <laughs> uh,
1: uh, talking about?
0: <laughs> hey, uh, did you hear about this? I know we don't have much time. This just made me laugh. Uh, I think it's called, I think it's, uh, it's in Virginia. I think it's uh, Roanoke. Roanoke, Roanoke. Virginia. Roanoke. Roanoke, Virginia. Do you know uh, when you go into a shoe store and you see all the different types of shoes that you can buy? Yeah. And uh, man. Do I know? Yeah. (laughs) And some of them are pretty darn expensive, Mm -hmm. those shoes. So I guess last month and uh, back in July, uh, somebody, and it was the same guy twice. One guy got arrested the first time. So they broke into the store after hours. And they grabbed a whole bunch of the shoes mm-hmm. and left. It's just a, what do they call that, a grab and dash, I think? A break and smash enter and grab and da- grab. smash and grab, yeah. And, and they arrested the, one of the guys who did it. But then, I guess, shortly after that, or, or a, a small amount of time after that, the other guy who got away, he did it again, because security cameras showed him doing it again. Now, here's what's funny about that. Those um, display shoes are all right. And I don't mean they're all right. <laughs> they're I mean, They're all right. All right. Right. So unless they found a market for an individual who has no left foot, um, they're really quite useless to them. They're all rights. So maybe you went back in the second time to look for the lefts. I guess. But you know what? That's, I suppose, why stores only display all right. Because it's pointless to try and steal them. If you want to find the left one that goes with it, you have to go into the storeroom, go through the boxes and locate Mm -hmm. the lefts. Or you have to go into the storeroom and grab a whole box which has both left and right in it, but you know, no one said these guys were brilliant or, or criminals in general or brilliant. One of the guys who was arrested was 17 years old, so they suspect the other guys probably around the same age as well. Um, they haven't found him yet, but they've posted security v- video footage online. <laughs> uh, that, according to the Roanoke Times, mm. if if you got home the first time and discovered you'd stolen all right, yeah, like, oh, you'd be I'm, like, oh.
1: I'm never doing this again. So, what was their hope I'm that they up switched even. to
0: left? I mean, yeah, I bet you in in August, I bet you it'll be lefts. And like, nope, still rights. Well, now that
1: we've got all the right ones, they have to put out the left ones.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or make a deal of some kind. We'll give you half the rights back again if you give us a third of the lefts that you've got or something. I mean, that's not even, the store can't even benefit from that. You can't have a sale on lefts. Or rights. Or rights. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about people losing their rights in... Nah, I can't.
1: Just don't. All right. Okay. Four o'clock news up next.
0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.